Hey everyone, you are listening to, uh, this should be episode 13, ooh, 13 of AP Marvel. Uh, I'm Chris Compendio, I'm here with Izzy Cho. Hey! What's up, Izzy? Uh, it's pretty and good. And I'm here with, oh yeah, <laughs> sorry, I asked, it was like a rhetorical, like, how are you, and then I was like, yep, I'm gonna move on, but, uh, <laughs> tell me how you are today. I'm, alright, it is pretty, it, as, um, as, yeah. Um, we are recording this at 10.45 p.m., the mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. time affectionately referred to as ass o'clock. <laughs> yes, that's how you put it in the chat, right? Um, yep. Yeah, uh, not not with here tonight is Anthony, uh, Anthony Payone. Uh, uh, funny story, we have been trying to get this um, episode, I won't say what the subject is in case we still want to use it at some point, but uh, we've had three attempts of um, myself, Izzy, and Anthony trying to record this damn episode, and every time it falls through, uh, and for, because of some circumstances, circumstances, um, we're gonna say, uh, see you later to Izzy for, like, uh, uh, we're recording this the 7th of August, uh, and Izzy will pretty much be incapacitated for most of August due to some commitments that she has. Is that correct, Izzy? Yeah, um, some commitments at Carnegie Mellon, um, just with, like... What's that? I've never <coughs> heard of that. Yeah, just with commitments at Carnegie Mellon. <laughs> see at CM. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a new joke. Please yeah, that's not going to register with this audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I'll be just, I have like sort of an on-campus job, um, and that'll take up like two weeks, and then I also start being a student, and so just adjusting to that, which will be... Um, I don't know what that is either. Being a student? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been an adult for too long already. You don't understand. Yeah, pretty much. Um. Yeah, so, um, you know, uh, it's just going to be busy as she's still with us, but um, uh, I think this is our last chance for a bit uh, to have some time with her. So, um, I guess what I wanted to do uh, during this time uh, very hastily was, um, let's have the podcast about the podcast, shall we? Since uh, we've reached 13 episodes, we've been, yeah, we've been doing this for a while. Um, So... Uh, I won't say their name, but I had someone who uh, is associated with Marvel News Desk um, email me privately and was like, hey, I'm really interested in hearing about this class that you taught about Marvel, the Stuco, as we've been called, uh, Student College, uh, being a program at Carnegie Mellon in which uh, students can basically teach classes of their ch- of their own uh, choosing uh for credit um obviously we did we didn't get paid or anything instead we were given um uh three units for each semester with a a normal class at cmu being like what nine units yeah um so yeah and uh i i started this stuco called marvel film media studies um i brought anthony along with me uh my second semester teaching it uh, he was a student my, during my first semester doing it. Uh, I then graduated. Anthony took over, uh, took Thomas Rasmussen with him, who was also a student in my first semester. Uh, Anthony dropped out, uh, and I guess brought you on, right, Izzy? Yeah, that's right. Um, I took, I think, the third class I've ever taken my freshman fall. Um, 
pretty much loved yep. it. And then when Anthony um, Latasuko, Thomas emailed me saying, hey, uh, Th- Thomas emailed me saying, hey, like, Anthony's opportunity to Suko, um, do you want to apply to be a teacher? Um, I answered a couple questions, and out of everyone, um, Thomas picked me, and here I am. I've been teaching, this will be my yeah. fourth semester teaching the class, which is really weird. <laughs> to Longer than about. me. And I'm the yeah. one who started this damn thing. We were talking about this before we started recording. Yeah, I was. Um, with, yeah, I was talk- sorry. I was talking with um, Thomas. I think during uh, just while we were having lunch one day, and he was like, and he had told me like, yeah, like you officially taught this class more than like Chris. And I'm like, wow, <laughs> damn, <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, you're you're gonna be a junior, correct? Yes, I will be a uh, in college. Okay. Yes, I will. My God, you're getting so old now. Because like we <laughs> we didn't overlap in our, our time at Carnegie Mellon. Like after I graduated, that's when you came in. Yeah. So um, we became friends solely uh, through the shared Marvel experience, which I think is crazy. Yeah. Um. Um. So, um, did you take any other, like, did you take the Stuco in your first semester at Carnegie Mellon? Yes, I did. Okay, and so you didn't, you didn't take any other Stuco besides that? No, um, and technically I can't anymore. <laughs> um, when you teach, you also oh, I guess get three so. credits of teaching, and you can only take, quote-unquote, like, take or teach three Stucos, and so I think after... You get a max of nine units from doing Stucos, either teaching or taking them. Yeah. And I think this is the first semester where I... And so, like, you can keep... You can still keep teaching, but, like, it won't go towards anything. Like, at this point, like, now it's an extracurricular for me. Which is, like, honestly yeah, not too bad. Yeah. And, like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone You're has helping a, other students get credit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone, um... Mm-hmm. You know, everyone has, like, that one college activity that they're like, oh my god, like, I did this, I never thought I'd do it. And for me, that was definitely teaching about Marvel, yeah. or just teaching in general. Uh-huh. Um, but right. it's, like, provided me with so much. Um, technically, Chris and I are internet friends, I guess you could sort of say. <laughs> we have um, this chat uh, We've met up in person several times. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh-huh. we've been in person, obviously, but, like... It was definitely yeah. mostly, like, online. Like, we had, like, this chat um, with all, uh, as of now, six Duco teachers. Um, gone through many name incarnations and many nickname incarnations that are always a joy to just yeah. have in our lives. <laughs> um, right now, we're excellent Yeah, that's kind of like our... Yeah, that was my doing, because uh, it, uh, it was Infinity War support group before that. <laughs> um... And before that, I think you named the ancestral plane. So it's it's just it like literally is just came out recently. It literally is the ancestral plane because it's like, yeah. I mean, right now it's like me talking to like all of y'all who at this point have graduated, like all my other and then my two other our ancestors. Teachers. Yeah. Yes, it's it yeah. is literally this chat is literally <laughs> the ancestral plane. Like I would have made it permanent yeah, if the War support group wasn't so necessary. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. So, um, listeners can probably tell right now, uh, this, this episode is not really going to have a lot of structure. We won't have the same type of organization that we usually do. Um, if you've heard any slurping noises, that's because I'm drinking a beer right now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just cracked a cold one. It's been a stressful With... day. It's been a stressful time. Um, you know, send, send Anthony Payo in your love. 
uh, at the Pizza Taco. Um, so I wanted to rewind a little bit since we were. Um, I, I asked you if you take any other Stucos. Um, the first Stuco I ever took in Carnegie Mellon was during my first semester. Um, it was uh, freshman year. Uh, it was this. It was the Stuco taught by um, this gentleman by the name of Luke Davis. He was the head of CMU TV. Um, which I, I, I guess is still around. I mean, I, they mostly do like buggy and which is like this weird tradition that CMU has. And, mm-hmm. um, uh, I guess they do the Lunar Gala, which is like this kind of a runway yeah. uh, fashion show that mm-hmm. we do. Um, so they, they film events like that. Um, but, uh, Luke Davis, um, basically gave people, he gave this class the, the basics on video production, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, the, the one thing I remember, that I've taken with me for the rest of my life since then was how to counter coil wires, um, <laughs> which is something that has uh, taken taken me, yeah, it like through the years, like you know, doing scotch and soda and like uh, you know the theater troupe and uh, having to you know, <laughs> counter coil uh, wires and whatnot. Uh, it's been a very important life lesson. Yes. Um, after that. I took a class called Game Criticism. Um, at the time, a a gentleman by the name of uh, oh dear lord, I I his face is in my I, his image is in my head. I, I forget his uh name at the moment. It will come back to me. But it was a very good um class about how to basically critique uh video games, um how to look at different facets through it, um. You know, without talking about specific games, talking about the concept of criticism, which I really appreciated. And I think at that point, I was just kind of inspired to start my own thing. Um, the thing is that Marvel Film and Media Studies was the second Stuco I've ever taught. Did you know that, Izzy? Really? What was was the first one like? Yeah, like, was plot like, twist. Like, the co- was like a co- was the first was your first one like a sort of like a co thing or like what was it? Um, so it's, uh, I had this, uh, I have this friend named, uh, Luis, Luis Ball, um, and he, he and I, uh, shared a love for film, just film in general, just watching film, and, uh, kind of obsessing about very specific directors, so what we did was, we had a class that basically, um, covered specific film directors like Wes Anderson, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Edgar Wright, uh, very alteristic directors, and we would spend one class watching a movie from one of them, and then the next class would be uh, us bringing film cameras and like, okay, make your own short film, but like in the style of Edgar Wright or in the style of Wes Anderson, etc. Uh, and it was it was a fun little thing we had for uh, two non-consecutive semesters. Uh, we had. You know, a lot of dropouts, obviously. We had a lot of um, people who were like, oh, this isn't exactly what I signed up for, or um, I can't really commit the time to this. And we had, like, always had, like, a ragtag crew of, like, six people during each semester. Uh, And it just kind of faltered. I mean, um, I didn't think it was a sustainable idea. So the next semester, I don't know how I got the idea. It must have just been from my, like, Wikipedia binges, because I do that a lot. But I just kind of got fascinated in um, figuring out who made these damn Marvel movies, you know? Um, kind of coming out of this, um, oh, look at all these altairs like Edgar Wright and 
uh, Wes Anderson and Paul Thomas Anderson, Alfonso Coralon, etc., and just like seeing all of their um, respective through lines throughout all their films. And I was like, who the hell made these Marvel movies? And um, I guess I just kind of jumped into it through the internet, and uh, what I found was intriguing enough that, like, I, you know, during some late night, some college, some uh, college late night where I was supposed to be doing something else, I just, like, made a rough draft of a syllabus, and I just, like, sent it to the Suko committee. I was like, hey, what do you think of this? <laughs> <laughs> and they liked it enough that, um, um, you know, um, I had to do another interview, and uh, it it just became a thing. It was just me teaching that first semester. So I had, um, I think it was a max of 30 students, and I want to say I even, like, got to a wait list at some point. Nice. Um, I remember that first class very distinctly. A lot of faces I didn't know, even though these were technically, like, my peers. They were, like, mostly the same age as me. You know, I was at my first semester senior year. Um, Anthony was there. Thomas was there. I had to, I did not know Thomas yet. Um, uh, a couple other people that I knew were there, but it was mostly, uh, new faces. And I just started the class, you know? I just started, um, introducing the class, talking about what we're going to talk about. And then this one dude interrupts me. He raises his hand. He says, wait, who are you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like floored. I was like, "Oh wait, yeah, I for- yeah, I should probably like say who I am. I should probably tell them uh, what my credentials are. What makes me qualified to talk about this?" Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why um, anyone who takes this class now, I think there was like a uh, "Who are we?" slide at the beginning. Is that is that still the case, Izzy? Yeah, it is. It's definitely like yeah. It's pretty. It gets like pretty fun and like. Yeah, I, it gets, like, mm-hmm. pretty fun, like, kitschy, I guess. Um, I remember my first, I think when I took it with Anthony and Thomas, I think, like, I think it was, like, yeah, it was something, it went along, like, how, like, you know, for example, like, Anthony and Thomas, like, they had, like, little facts about themselves, and they had, like, little, cute, like, little fat, like, little cute fact about themselves, they had, like, little matching things, like, I think Anthony's was, like, something, like, something, something, like, like, something that, like, loves Thomas, like, eats Chipotle or something, like, eats Chipotle or something like that. Oh, yeah, that sounds And right. then, like... That sounds on brand with Anthony. And then Thomas would play off, like, being, like, loves Chipotle, like, eats Anthony or something like that. Like, or it was, like, some matching thing. I have to look it up. Um, yeah, the classic comedy duo of Anthony and Thomas. Yeah. Um, God help oh. us all. Um, <laughs> oh, my. I remember... So, yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I remember, like... This is, to, this is to sort of give an example of that class of coming to you. So what I took the so I took the class in fall twenty sixteen, um, and it was like our classes mm-hmm. are on Tuesday nights at like six thirty, which meant that I had class um, on election day of twenty sixteen. Oh, yeah, we've had that problem too. Um, we had a uh, I don't remember who I think. Oh, it's a guy who. Eventually left to I think uh, I think he went to NYU for for theater after that and I, and I was really happy for him but sad to see him go but he was like um, he thought he missed the poll time 
Like he he walked into her class and he thought he missed the polls already. It was like, oh yeah, I missed. And it's like, and, and I was like, no, they're still open for like thirty minutes. And then he just kind of looks at us. He runs out of the classroom, <laughs> and then he just kind of like stumbles back in the middle. It was great, but um, oh. did, did you have a similar problem? On election no, day? I mentioned because that was I the election, right? Yeah, like I mentioned it because it's the election, and so at the, I remember at the start, mm-hmm. like we were all like keeping track of like I guess how Hillary and oh, Trump no. were doing. Oh god! And then after class, yeah. like we just see, I think. Trump had not won Ohio yet, but I think he won like New Mexico or some like some state. <laughs> and like right. Anthony just like yeah. and like again, like look, Pittsburgh, like Carnegie Mellon's like pretty liberal, like none of us won. Yeah. I'm pretty sure none of us wanted this. And Anthony screams like, It was supposed to be a meme and that's the most yeah. distinctive thing yeah. I remember. And funny enough, you were covering Age of Ultron, one of Marvel's most controversial films before <laughs> all right. this shit happened. Yeah. <laughs> So it was like that's a funny so pairing. interesting. Yeah, I would not have wanted to have been in the room with Anthony Payone of all people when Donald Trump won the presidential election. That would have uh, been maddening. That would have been um, pretty. Maddening. Yeah, yeah, but we had some good times too, right? Um, yeah. I mean, when yeah, when when I was teaching the class, um, uh, the biggest meme that came out was when I was teaching the class, uh, the basics of it. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. You weren't even there, and you know what I'm talking about. Because um, we have a picture of it in the presentation to tell people not to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I was teaching them um, the ef- efficiency and simplicity and the basicness of Thor's character arc in the first Thor movie, directed by Kenneth Branagh, and um, you know, we we I I made like an actual slideshow. Uh, well, I mean, it was more like a like they weren't like pictures; sure. they were just embedded YouTube videos. But they were, um, it was in the shape of an arc of uh the three different stages that Thor went through in that movie. Um, you know, he he's angry, he's cocky, and he gets cast out. Um, then he tries to prove himself by lifting the hammer at the shield outpost, and that doesn't work out because he's not worthy. And then he redeems himself, he becomes the hero he was meant to be. Um, and then, um, I won't say who said it, but he, but they basically said, um, oh, so you mean, um, because I was drawing the arc on the chalkboard. Thor mad, <laughs> Thor sad, Thor glad. Thor glad. Yeah, Ugh. and um, everyone cracked up, and I was like, "Oh God, that's so that works so well." But I hate it at the same time. Um, and I remember um, because we had like uh, short quizzes at the end of every class, like um, online, and they were all about uh, two questions long, and they're totally obvious if you actually were at the lecture or just look at the goddamn slideshow. And one of them was like, describe Thor's arc. And I, I shouted at the class before they left. Do not write Thor, <laughs> Thor mad, Thor sad, Thor glad. Um, so that's the biggest uh, running joke that came out of that. Like, it, apparently that's become a staple even after I'm gone. Oh, um, oh yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> <laughs> Like someone yeah, did it, um, like, someone did it for like, not Thor. And I'm like, no, like, stop this. Like, 
I don't remember what it was. I don't. I, I don't know if it was yeah. for like a mad, sad, glad thing. But, like someone had pointed something out, yeah. and I think when Thomas first described like the moment to me, like he just like went to like like I had like a realization moment and like once and was nearly like curled up like on a ball on the floor be like oh my god and like I was at oh, that of point course, of course <laughs> I was at that point um one day um it's so, like just when you know you've like had enough or something like that but like I have definitely like it's definitely yep. carried on over the years people don't like nail it as much um but then when you tell it to them they're like what and then it just becomes <sighs> I think the thing that always blew people's minds was um trying to explain to people why the Rousseaus were chosen to direct the Winter Soldier. Oh my god, that's still it made it a lot easier, but I remember it like it's still semi challenging to do. Like, the first semester, um... I guess. I mean, yeah. I, I thought it was gonna be kind of obvious. I thought someone in the room would get it. But I was met with complete silence before I described it to them. I asked them, like, hey, so here are all these, um... Here are all these parodies of action movies that they have done. Can you guess why they were chosen to direct an action movie? And they were all just staring at me like morons. And they were all just like... <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then I was like, it's because they know how to reverse engineer action movies. If they know how to make fun of action movies, surely they know the elements that makes a good action movie. And everyone just simultaneously just went, oh, oh. like it wasn't the most obvious thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I know, I know, like Anthony still like describes it as like a mind blowing moment. <laughs> to me whenever that gets mentioned um i mean we were i i mean i mentioned in the james gunn episode just how floored people were when i showed them that tromeo and juliet trailer um yeah oh man i wonder what the reaction to that's gonna be now oh jesus um, well i'll let you know yeah right i'll let you know <laughs> yeah because i'll be there yeah um we restructured our syllabus yeah. recently and pretty much like like, literally, the year after Thomas left, um, the syllabus, like, the year after, like, think, at the year after, the semester after my first semester teaching, the syllabus, the syllabus has been, like, yeah. a mindfuck, and I think we got down to mm-hmm. a level where it's, like, manageable now, like, for when I'm not teaching anymore, and, like, Erin sort of takes over, and it's, like, easier, it's just, like, easier for her to manage, and, like, for her to, like, Strange. Yeah, so we we should we should describe the predicament. Oh, yeah. So I had it easy. I had it easy. Here's the so thing. easy. Um, oh my god. I, yes. So when I when I started this suko, I had um you know I I made a table of um all of the dates for this class. They're all Tuesday nights, and it was like the perfect number of classes that I needed. Um the only one that I had to double up. Like I had I had a like I I had so much space to have um a separate class on the ABC shows and a separate class on the on the Netflix shows. Um the only one where I had to stack them was Iron Man and Iron Man 2, but I thought that made sense because they're both uh John Favreau movies. Um so you know, I had a coaster introduction 
Uh, next week, I would have, like, the Iron Mans. Next week, the Hulk. And then it will just go in, like, the order of release, uh, discounting the whole Hulk-Iron Man thing. Mm-hmm. Um, finally concluding with a class conclusion class. And, of course, you would miss one class for um, Thanksgiving break. Um, so I didn't have too many problems. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really have to add much to the next semester because it was just TV shows. So I just kind of like tatched that onto those TV show classes. However, Izzy, <laughs> the thing is, um, I, th- I want to say we ended on Ant-Man during my time. Yeah, that um, sounds right. And here, here's the thing about Marvel Studios. They just kept, uh, making more movies. Just kept going. And you had the same... You had the same number of weeks that I did. Yeah. So you had to uh, constantly condense the information. Yep. Um, which um, I guess kind of makes... Because there were some classes that I had, like the uh, the Cap 1 class, the first Avenger class. Um, we went uh, under time, I remember. Oh, yeah. Um, there, was, there were some classes where we went under time, so... Um, I guess that isn't too hard, but, like, some classes, like, I think Winter Soldier went over, I think. Uh, One or both of the Avengers ones went over. Uh, Probably, I don't recall. Um, But, you know, it didn't help that we had um, student presentations. So, the the quote-unquote midterm that I had was, um, it was a partner project, and you basically had to do a presentation on a separate shared universe that was not the MCU. So people did, like, people did X-Men, people did DC, people did uh, Harry Potter, uh, sorry, The Wizarding World. Um, I did that. And you had some creative <laughs> ones. You had, oh yeah, nice. Um, there were some creative ones like... Um, One Piece was a thing. Oh no, wait, that I, I will talk about One Piece in a bit. <laughs> So we had um, two people did the Tarantino films, and they made an argument of them being a shared universe, which I thought was really clever. Um, we had someone do the Pixar movies with uh, using the Pixar theory that they were all shared universe. Um, the One Piece presentation, however, during my tenure, during my first semester, was not very good. I think I said these were supposed to be roughly 5 to 10 minutes long, and they would always be in the beginning of class. Um, This went on for, I think, 20 minutes. What? (laughs) Describing the entirety of One Piece lore. All of these characters I did not know. Um, And um, I I, I just kind of kept making this motion, like the wrap it up (laughs) motion. And the, the most embarrassing part was that, uh, you know, the Stuco committee, they usually send someone to audit the class. So it was like, oh, oh we're going to, like, no. show them how unique this class is. And then this dude is just sitting there just watching this fucking One Piece presentation for 20 oh, minutes. No. And they only stay for, like, 15 minutes. So then he left in the middle of the One Piece presentation. It's like, he didn't even get to see any of the Marvel stuff. And it's like, ah. um, Fun fact. Again, I will not say names. But, um, so these Stukos are pass-fail, um, and the, the constant, uh, rules of the Stukos is that, um, you know, three unexcused absences 
and or not doing a midterm and final for the Stuco class will result in an automatic fail. Did you know that I failed a student also, in my first semester oh, teaching Marvel Film and Media Studies? I also failed a student last semester, but I didn't know it was your first. Wow, I failed two really? Students, um, last semester and then that's amazing. Fall. Yeah, did you say depressing? Was it solely for absences? Um. What? Wait, was it just for absences? Yeah, pretty much. Because one person, like, so this person was graduating, so like he could like. I mean, I sort of understood why. Mm-hmm. But I think this other person, like, she was, it was kind of sad. She was, like, really motivated in the class. Um, and she was, did a great job. Like, I right. I also sent her, like, an application to, like, teach the class. But I think, like, some stuff happened, like, towards the end of the semester. And, like, I know she, like, took it. Oh, with, sure. Yeah. She took it with one yeah. of her friends. And, like, I asked, like, oh, like, her friend, like, oh, like, hey, like, where is she? Like, where is she? Like, and he mentioned, like, I haven't seen her in a while. And I was like, oh, my God, I hope she's okay. Um, so that was kind of mm-hmm. sad. Um, and then, like, like I said, like the last one was like, yeah, yeah. The last one, like same, like, same thing. Like he was like, particularly a lot, like had a, good, a lot of good points. Did perfect on the quizzes. Um, just didn't show up because it was like his last semester at Carnegie Mellon. So like, I guess that makes sense. Sure. Like I understand his mentality, but I'm like, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, I mean, the thing that happened with my person who failed was that. Um, so they were a latecomer to the class, like, middle of the semester, um, they wanted to join, you know, we had to, like, sign paperwork and stuff to get them in this class, um, and, you know, they were, they were in, 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 in they are an international student, so there was kind of, like, a, a language barrier, and the, uh, he, he was one of the dudes who did the One Piece presentation uh the other person his partner was also an international student so it was just this whole um i don't know it was a very bizarre opening to that class um and not only did he make uh there were three unexcused absences um we we do the quizzes right so at the time i at the first semester um we our system was that all of the all of the quizzes were due on the last day of class, so you can like you can binge the quizzes if you wanted to, or you can do them like one by one. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had three unexcused absences, but he emailed me. He was like, "Hey, I really need to pass this class. Can you give me a break?" I said. I'm really sorry, but like you, like we, you meet, you met the uh, three unexcused absences. However, I think we can strike a deal. Um, just past this threshold that I made, I think it was like 75%. sixteen out of thirty. Oh, yeah, I think it was even less than that at that point. I, I might be wrong. I, I don't want to check because I don't really care anymore. But <laughs> I, yeah, I had a threshold. Um, and I said, if you meet that threshold, that, that the standard that I set in the first class, which, by the way, you're not at because you came in late, um, I will pass you. If you need help with the questions, since you missed a lot of the classes, you can ask me for help. He did not ask me for help, and he tried oh, yeah. all the quizzes anyway. So there were some questions where he literally typed him. He literally typed in, I don't know. 
for the Thor question, he wrote Thor mad, Thor sad, Thor glad, which I specifically said not to type. Um, and I like I had this internal debate. I was like, "Wow, do I want to fail someone in a Stuco class?" <laughs> but you know, in the end, like after uh, some brief counseling, which took like two minutes, they were like, "My friends were like, yeah, I mean." There are rules to this class. There are there is a syllabus, and this guy did not meet the requirements. Like yes, yeah, so to my uh, disbelief, <laughs> I failed, failed someone my first semester teaching Marvel. And yeah, I failed a student. I mean, I as a teacher did not fail the student. The student failed failed himself class. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I never saw him again. Uh, <laughs> you also like uh, at the point we're graduating, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That that was strange. I mean, the um, my second semester teaching was, uh, I had Anthony on as kind of my um, let's call him a teaching assistant. TA. Yeah. So uh, I want to say he took over for a class that I was not in, but. Um, you know, it it was a it was pretty much the same as the first semester. I think the quality of discussion was uh excuse me, burped because of the beer, but uh burped again. But <laughs> um I don't know, no offense to lot because a lot of my friends were in that class, but um you know, it was just kind of there the discussions were just kind of eh, you know. Um I know for the that first class we had people who were really engaged because like Thomas was one of those people who yeah. were really engaged and he ended up teaching the class in the future. Um, so, yeah, that was my experience with, uh, Marvel Film Media Studies. I'm interested, Izzy, in, uh, what the experience was like for you, uh, election withstanding, um, sitting in front of Anthony and Thomas. Like, what was that experience like? You know, what did you learn from it? Uh, what captivated about it? What captivated you about it to the point that you were like, I gotta teach this shit? Yeah, so... So, like, for starters, like, I guess Marvel had always, like, sort of been, like, some part of my life. Um, mm-hmm. I Like, I know, I think a couple, like, almost, like, ten episodes ago for Amy Marvel, like, I think, linked, I think Chris linked um, my review to Infinity War and sort of, like, details my start. Um, my dad pulled me into seeing Iron Man 2 in May 2010, and somehow I stuck uh-huh. with the movies ever since. Yep. Um, so, Marvel had, like, a little bit of, like, a sentimental value, but I wasn't, like, in, like... I wasn't, like, as, like, quote, like, in aggressively as I am, like, now. <laughs> sure. But, like, it was definitely, like, I mean, definitely, like, just Marvel, like, film sort of journalism, like, just the film world, like, had always been a big factor in my life. And right. even, like, when I'm thinking about, like, a career, I definitely want to work in, like, that field. Um, yeah. When I first started, like, Stucos, like, I thought, like, oh, my God, this is really cool. It's really interesting. I like, got Kind of take one, so I took Marvel Mini Studies. Um, Anthony posted that in our um, my sort of my my Carnegie Mellon like class Facebook group, and I thought like, oh, it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And so took the class. Um, so my first day, um, it's like me and this start. I mean, our class start like how most students start. Like you have like a big like portion, like you have, like a ton of students, and then eventually after a while, like they drop. And I think we end up like dropping to like one of our smaller classes. We had like nine students including myself mm, right but it was definitely like but i think like 
personally. Like, we were, I think our class, like, got, like, pretty close. Um, it was really entertaining. And it was just really great to just see them, like, just to see, like, this, like, not only, like, Anthony and Thomas, but just, like, my other students, other students in my class, like, week to week. And this day, I'm still pretty good friends um, with some of them. Um, for example, like, this one, one of the girls I met, we did um, our, sort of, our, sort of, Stuco presentation together um, on Harry Potter. Fun fact, my presentation was 30 minutes. Uh, Thomas and Anthony had, like, a panic attack because we were also teaching Civil War that day. So they were like, okay, like, let's go. Like, you're done. Let's go. And they were, like, kind of, like, when like, I was done, they were, like, kind of rushing a bit because we were doing, they were doing, like, Civil War and, like, could not predict anything. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I imagine that'll be a long unit. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the, all the marks. All the marks. Um, yeah. One of them, and, yeah, like, I know I'm work. I know I'm uh, one of the other students in that class I'm technically working on, I'm, ter- I'm technically working with um, in Scotch and Soda right now. Um, the other student um, I'm also working with in the same on-campus job. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. And, yeah, it was just definitely, like, this really, like, interesting, like, unified experience we almost had because, like, at that, I mean, I've seen this, like, teaching, too. Like, after, like, 15 classes of, like, just a small group of students, it almost becomes, like, a little club-like. Like, you eventually, like, learn, like, sort of, like, yeah, all their stories, yeah. like, with this fandom, like, their yeah. views, like, everyone's, like, favorite movie. Um, and you learn more, a lot more about, like, the teachers, too, and, like, really get involved. And really taking the, really taking the class really just helped to help me to solidify, like, Yes, I want to be in this field. Like, I want to be like sort of like in this field. Like when I yeah yeah that's like, great. Go like in the career, um, you know, like, this is like help, this it helped me sort of guide what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And when Thomas emailed me um, at the end of the semester saying, "Hey, do you want to teach?" I was like a little torn at first because, like, I mean, if you can't tell through this podcast, I'm not the best at public speaking. Although I'm getting a little bit better, <laughs> uh, I was hesitant about that. But I was like, you know what? Like, it'll look really cool. Um, and it seemed exciting. So I was like, sure. And I didn't realize until I finished the application how badly I wanted this job. Oh. Um, quote, unquote, like, hungry. Quote, unquote, like, job. I guess, like, quote, unquote, like, job. Uh, I don't know. But um, thankfully, Thomas replied later saying, I'm pleased mm-hmm. to announce that you are now a co-teacher. Wow. Like, Thank God. <laughs> So he and, asked you. Yeah, Thomas asked me. Okay, he emailed, like, you didn't. You didn't. You never like inquired him. Like him. Like you were never like. Ah, so anyway, are you looking for a new coat? Like, cause um, I, I did, did he like choose you out of like a field of people? Where there was like, was there was, like the goddamn like bachelor or something? Or like, <laughs> I'm just interested. Not I'm just maybe like... he was asked Thomas himself, but. <sighs> Not because, like, I think Anthony, um, like, I think after, I guess after Anthony told Thomas, like, he was not teaching anymore, Thomas, yeah. like, I think Thomas told me a little bit of the process, like, he wanted to pull from someone, like, in, like, my class, and they just, uh-huh. like, emailed anyone who was interested, he mailed people of interest who, like, he thought would, like, be good teach, like, be good teachers, yeah. um, and then he picked me, and later, um, and yeah, like the next semester, immediately after I taught the class, I was, um, I guess, also his TA. Um, I say that in <laughs> because 
I did sure. receive credit for teaching that semester. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I like learn, I definitely like learned a lot, like from Thomas, um, just became better at like public speaking, like being more like sure and confident myself and like just mm-hmm. really having the joy of like, the joy of teaching is definitely not something I didn't expect like going to college, but hmm. like I had it. Sure. And it was really interesting just to see like the students I had like sort of grow, um, like just sort of grow like in discussion, like seeing them sort of bond. And that was one of the things I also really liked about the Stuka was that like over time, like they just become like this community we had. Um, so this class has a Facebook group um, specifically for students of the class. Um, yeah. The Marvel movie Spectrotron like, is what I named it. Yeah. Yes. It's pretty, pretty good. Um, and from there, like, we'd like plan like like I think like the Stuco teachers like would plan like little like field trips like we all went to see like we went like Anthony and Thomas planned on seeing Doctor Strange and like invite like Speculatron um we did they did something for Guardians 2 yeah I, th- um, I want to say I did something for we definitely like, did a Civil War thing Ragnarok. yeah um oh yeah because yeah. that was my last semester there so I was like yeah let's end the semester by watching this freaking Civil War movie let's see what happens and I remember when the movie when the credits started rolling <laughs> Everyone, everyone sitting around me, they all looked at me. Everyone looked at me when the credits were, and they were like, "Chris, what do you think?" Like I was like the freaking like deity or something. Um, yeah, and I, I, I was conflicted at the time. I mean, you know? and- um, so it, I didn't really answer them right away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, how how was? I mean, like I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Um. Remind me, Thomas was not a teacher during the most recent semester that passed, was he? It was just you and, uh... He was not. Uh, who was your co-teacher? Aaron. Okay. Aaron. So, yeah, right now I have two... Yeah, just to also give, like, current perspective. Right now I have two co-teachers, because we need to talk about Infinity War. Um, we have Aaron, who we are trying to get on the Aaron, what's her last episode, name again? Um, senior later. Beasley. Aaron Beasley. And uh, Sabrina Clark is yeah. joining you uh, next semester, and she was on our uh, Cloak and Dagger hot take. Uh, did a very good job. Yes, I she think. was. Yeah, we're gonna have to bring her back again sometime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she was in. Um, she was in the first class I taught, and she was mm-hmm. great. And like I knew, yeah. I really want her to teach this course like some way somehow. And so I'm really glad she was able to. Um, and yeah, like. I'm just, I, I'm just glad, like, I've just met these kind of people through Suko, because, like, I definitely would not have met them, like, otherwise. Like, the most, like, so, like, Sabrina also dances um, in one of, like, CMU's, like, um, dance companies and dance, wow. tro- I guess, yeah. dance troops. And, like, I would not have met her, like, if not for Yeah, Suko, different, sure. different social so circles, kind of right? Like, kind of bring everyone together. Oh, Yeah. Um, you, you can always tell, you can always tell when you're standing up there at the, po- at, you know, the, the podium or the, uh, whatever the hell that thing is in the front of the classroom with the projector and all that stuff. Uh, that, that freaking thing that no one knows how to control. Um, you touch one thing and it just suddenly breaks oh the God. whole system. Um, but, um, you know who the, who those people are in the class, like the ones with the aptitude, the ones who are always saying something every single class. There was always like, what, like three, four of them maybe? And like in my first class, it was definitely like Anthony, Thomas, 
uh, our, our mutual friend, uh, Dylan, who, uh, is a fan of this podcast, by the yeah. way. Shout out to Dylan, if you're listening to Aww. this. You definitely are listening to this, so I'm sure you'll be very excited to hear this. Aww. Uh. <laughs> Hi, Dylan! Ah! Yeah. Ah! Um, yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, I mean, I mean, were you, I, I'm guessing you were one of those, one of those students under, uh, Anthony and Thomas, like... One of those dudes who would just not shut up in class, or I don't know. I mean, were you, yeah, did you say you're introverted, like, or did, did this like kind of let, let you um, let a little loose? You know, um, if you say you have like, um, you know, you're, you're making progress with um, public speaking. You know, I'm just wondering how if you if you started your evolution like as a student in the class. That's what I'm curious about. It definitely started like just coming to college I mean definitely started just coming to college in general because I was like super sure, quiet in yeah, high school yeah. and I wanted to break free from that and yeah. like orientation helped um the suco helped a lot um but what I found the most was like what guided me a lot during my freshman like my freshman thought was that if it's like awkwardly quiet like I have to talk like it's just mm. too awkward for me to handle like that was I was like in global histories and it was literally like that is how me and my other friend like his name's Rolly that's how we became friends because we were the only right. people who talked in class in our station because it was just so awkward that anyone else talking yeah and just I think that mentality I guess helped me to grow as a person hmm. um and like in public speaking and all that stuff and yeah um and then also, I mean, also definitely, like, the chat that we had helped. I think at that time, it was, like, Thomas, when I first started teaching, it was, like, Thomas and Izzy's Avengers Infinity Course. Ah, uh, yeah, like, not yeah. Not yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it just became, like, yeah, it just became, like, really, like, this huge, like, community. And I definitely, like, also wanted to nourish that as, like, a mm-hmm. SUCO teacher. And I think, like, it's, I think, like, it's doing a good job so far. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, you, I, I mentioned this during the Infinity War postmortem, but, um, you know, I've complimented you over and over again, but by, by how, um, how amazingly you organized that Infinity War screening event with all of us. And every time, Thanks. um, like just watching you be in charge, I was like, God, Izzy's a fucking badass. Look at her. Uh, <laughs> do not, do not cross this bitch. Um, but, Do not cross me. Yeah, every or she will cut you. Um, every once in a while, I will look back at that photo of um, students and teachers, past and present, of Marvel Film Media Studies. We are standing in front of that uh, cardboard display of Infinity War of all the cast, and I feel like uh, we as a group outnumbered the cast, and we're all posing like um, I had like an Infinity Gauntlet, and... Rules and You're also in the front, toy. obviously. Yeah, I was I was kneeling in the front because I am the godfather of this whole operation, uh, of this crime family. Um, and we have all of these people behind us. Some that I know, most that I don't know because they are before my time. And you had like a there was like a dude dressed up as the Hulk. He was like shirtless and like in green paint. Um, oh, he was like committed. Yeah. Like- <laughs> Yeah, and I I look at that picture and I'm like, wow, um, I basically created this. This is like, um, we've like built this uh, this community 
um, this healthy community of Marvel fans, and we're just um, sharing the thing that we love. Um, and we have, um, I don't want to sound too overdramatic, but I, I felt like it was my mission to awaken them in a way <laughs> to be like, Hey, these movies are more than just like what they look like from the outside. Like there is something else going on inside. Um, there are reasons they make these artistic decisions. There are reasons why, um, these executives chose these specific creative people to make these movies. Um, this is the grand plan. Um, this is what these movies are trying to say. And I feel like we're kind of trying to carry that over, um, to AP Marvel in a way. Um, you know, I, I always kept talking about, um, I don't know if Anthony and Thomas retained this, um, but I tried to get us away from the idea of the superhero genre where, um, I don't want to call the superhero genre. I want to say like, oh, like Winter Soldier, like, uh, you know, takes all these elements from political thrillers, political. and yeah, you know, Thor one is this Shakespeare romp. Um, you know, um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy as a space opera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And um, you know, I've kind of gone back and forth on the idea of the term superhero genre. You know, um, Thomas actually asked James Gunn during a live um facebook q a like hey what do you think do you think there is such thing as as the superhero genre and james Gunn was like yeah kind of in the sense of like that it's like um you know an origin story for a hero and like that kind of made sense um first of all i thought that was cool that james Gunn replied to thomas um who mentioned that he <laughs> was taught this in a class um but uh and you know people would like give me shit during class be like oh okay so what genre is through the dark world and then this one shithead who who knows me so he he knows I I can take the joke but he raises his hand and it was like the superhero is genre I'm like and god damn you um so mm-hmm. c- kind of trying to pass on the knowledge that um these are movies that yes they're based on comics but they there is a real love for film you know they are inspired not by just the comics but by uh, film genres, film conventions, film cliches and tropes. Um, it embraces it's those like film films. In general too. Yeah, and it, it it like it makes something yeah. uh, unique with that mixture. You know, like um, you know, you can go the the Zack Snyder way where he's like kind of obsessed with the imagery of the comics, which isn't necessarily a bad way to go. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of debate on <laughs> on the end results of Zack Snyder's work. Um, but you know, uh, Marvel takes a a more uh, catch all approach with it. Um, so, you know, I feel that that's kind of our mission with AP Marvel to kind of, um, uh, pass on that, that knowledge, that interpretation of what, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, um, not only from the thematic standpoint, but the, the political, the social issues, um, because, you know, as we as a society, evolve uh so will our media you know like if uh, a luke cage um television series in the uh 60s and 70s like probably wouldn't be the same as it was as it is in uh this current decade you know with all of these cultural shifts yeah. um so that's that's kind of um my mission statement on ap marvel i'm wondering is he um, as someone who has been listening to me talk for uh, like now 13 episodes straight, uh, how do you think the podcast is doing so far? <laughs> I mean, I, are you going to answer me? Like, I guess with like performance and statistics. 
I mean, I don't have a clipboard in front of me. I, I have a beer in front of me. That's all I have. <laughs> I'm just like wondering, like, just like uh, hot take. What do you? How do you think AP Marvel's going right now? Thirteen episodes in. I'm not gonna fire think, you like, or anything. I don't. I, I, I don't. You're not even on a payroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do this. We do this shit for free. Um, I think like it's just been like for. I think in general, it's been like a new experience to me. Like just recording, like being on the internet, um, as Chris quotes in a tweet, um, an icon, I guess. <laughs> and it's been, like, really, like, all new to me, but I definitely think, like, that now we start to find our rhythm. Like, I will say, in our early episodes, like, even if you look back, like, when we're on, like, episode 100 or something, hopefully, like, you can look back and you can definitely say, like, we are definitely still finding our footing, like, in these early episodes. And I think definitely I still will for, like, a long time just because, like, I'm just adjusting to being like just public speaking like public like my manager has always said like public speaking is something you can always improve upon and so I strive towards that like every time like I have to set goals for myself but like I don't know I think like I think the recent so we filmed like a cloak and dagger episode yes um yeah as of like yesterday like as of like August 7th 2018 yep <laughs> and I was hosting it um, I was like, technically hosting it, and I definitely felt a lot more comfortable, a lot more relaxed, and like we had developed like this sort of like sort of really rhythm, really. And I can also like recount like just a bunch of like fun memories I've really had like recording these, and it's been really great. Like the Fox episode where it was just, I guess um, Chris called us the Fab Four. Me, oh, yeah. Chris, Anthony, and Tom was like that was one of the more fun episodes I recorded just because it was really. Like, I was hosting and, like, doing, like, a, a, a good question mark job, I guess. But really, it was just the four <laughs> of us, like, just talking, like, really having fun. And just really, like, having a good time. Yeah. And yeah. it's been a ride. And it's been pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess. Yeah, I feel like I, I've uh, taken you on as my protege, like, trying to teach you the ways of social media and uh, hashtag engaging with the hashtag fans. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's a, it's something I'm still figuring out. It's a, uh, it's a rough world out there in the internet. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and, oh. uh, yeah, yeah we, we've, we've had some comments on this podcast and we're, we've taken them to heart. Um, we've had some people, uh, of course I won't name names like from the people in this show, mm-hmm. but like, you know, some, some issues about, uh, interrupting and talking over each other and, um, you know, the the first episode had some sound quality issues, like, we were just gathered around a mic in the same room, and I was closer to the mic than you two were, so you two were harder to hear, um, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, and I've definitely had issues with, um, with editing, and, um, you know, Marvel News says in general, is, uh, we're trying to figure out this, um, storage problem that we have, so it, at some point, it kind of compromises the, um, the audio quality, but I found a way to kind of compress it, so expect better audio in the future, hopefully. Um, yeah. And, I don't know, the thing you gotta, th- I've been, like, podcasting a lot for the past, I guess, like, two years now, and um, I find it, I find, you know, broadcasting, that's basically what we're doing, we're broadcasting, um, as to, to be a a comfortable method of it's basically one way performance because you are you are doing a sort of performance to people, um, but you don't have the audience in front of you. You're delivering this content. You're like 
you're 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 dropping it to them as you pass by. You're not actually performing in front of a stage or anything like that. Um, so you know, if you had a video feed of this, and this is something that my sister makes fun of me all the time, you would notice that I'm like doing all these big hand gestures every time I like try to make a point. <laughs> I'm surprised that no, I'm surprised no one else has made fun of me for that yet. Um, but um, you know, this is. It, I'm saying this because I've had two, uh, like two plus years of doing this, and it's it's um it's been a helpful way of me, um, building up my self confidence, um, learning how to speak. I mean, I still say um and like and ah uh, all the time, and I'm trying to kind of get rid of those filler words. Uh, so yeah, I just did it again, but, hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's a process. Um, I credit my high school drama teacher, uh, a gentleman by the name of Matthew Coran. Um, he basically taught me how to speak because I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to perform. I didn't know how to project my voice i didn't know how to fill the space with my words and there was one time like he was just making me just just kind of shout into like uh standing on the stage just shout at the uh the rest of the house and you know it was like i can't hear you and i just had to keep going louder and louder and um lo and behold i think a year or two later i was in my first play which was a production of 12 angry men that is a hard that is a hard first show to be in not only was I in 12 Angry Men, but I was juror number four, who was like the brains, the one with the glasses, and has all of these long monologues about evidence and knowledge and all of that. So I had long, 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 long monologues. And it's 12 Angry Men, so you, you're on stage the entire time, throughout the entirety of both acts. Um, So that was... Man, that that was just me throwing myself to the wolves, and it, I think I did an okay job. I I think I watched the tape of that a couple months ago, and I was like, yeah, okay, I didn't suck. Um, and you know, I I did a lot of things for this Cotton Soda Theater troupe. I did act in a, a in several bit roles in our gender bent version of The Outsiders. Uh, so uh, that was definitely fun. I have definitely learned. Um, I, I still have, I still need to do work with speaking to large groups, you know, like when I was production manager of this one show for Scott and Soda, um, every time I had to lead a meeting, uh, it was, it was a bit mortifying. I was like, everyone's like expecting me to be in charge of this. Um, so there were several times where I tried to like pivot away and be like, okay, uh, now you got something to say, you know? Um, and I didn't have that luxury while teaching a stuco, while teaching a class, because I was, you know, as people joked, I was the professor of Marvel, you know? I think people still make that joke, mm -hmm. but I, it was a thing I loved talking I made about, that joke. and I just, yeah, well, probably, yeah, I guess so, and, um, I, I just eased into it, and, you know, talking about something you love is, it, it just gets easier every time you do it, because it's, it's you just trying to... You're trying to share it with a larger group of people. You're trying to make people see things in a way that um, that you do. You know, you're not trying to force your opinions on them, but you're trying to you're trying to tell them, hey, um, open up your mind a little bit. There's a little more to this than you think. And um, 
I don't know. I am just really happy seeing that this is still going on. The fact that, um, you know, you and Aaron and Sabrina, like, you're people that I didn't even know. Um, like, you and Aaron, like, didn't even overlap with me at all. And the fact that there are people who will be teaching the class that were not even students when I was teaching it. You know, that that is a legacy right there, and I think that's kind of amazing. And uh, I'm still trying to do the same thing, just through a different format. And Izzy, I'm so glad that I have you and Anthony on board, because you guys, in your own unique ways, are rock stars. Anthony is, uh, I think we gotta uh, calm him down a little bit sometimes. But, you know, if he if he were not calm, he would not be Anthony. If he, if he weren't Anthony, he would not be on the show. Um, yeah, so, um, anyway, that was sappy and disgusting, but... Um, it was a good way to... I yeah. think your ending episode is a good way to end it. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, yeah. we're like, reaching an hour now, and uh, I'm actually almost done with this beer, with this uh, fat tire that I've been drinking. Hey. Yeah, I guess so to I give like my own ten middle two cents, like Yeah, nice. please go ahead. I guess like to give my own ten middle two cents. Um I th- might have said this at the beginning of the show, but um like first I guess in a weird way, like teaching class has given me like some kind of purpose. Like mm-hmm. I think I saw this meme, like I think either like the other day, it was like how you know, do you ever think like if you hadn't like done this one thing or met this like one person then your life would, like, be completely different. Um, and I guess I'll give you a fun fact. Um, I almost dropped the Suko. I was just having <gasps> a really bad day, and I was having a really bad day, like, in class. Like, I think, like, I was having a really bad day, like, that week. I, I just failed a test. Like, and I was like, you know what? Like, this is not, like... Like, at this point, this class was, like, two hours long. Um... For Chris, I think it was probably yeah. like an hour, hour and a half. Um, just to show you how far <laughs> yeah. we've come. How many and movies they like, made. Oh my God, like a... Dear Jesus. Um, just, dear Jesus. But like, yeah, like I was like, just not in a good mood. I was like, you know what? Like, I mean, you should just not go to class. Maybe I should just like drop it and stuff. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Like the people there like always like, you know, are good. Like are always like help you have like a good time. So like, you know what? Maybe I'll just go. Like, I'll just go. That was a class where we taught Iron Man 3 and um, Thor Dark World. And I think mm-hmm. it was the most fun class I'd had at that point all semester. <laughs> and that just completely changed my worldview. Right. And, like, just, if you think about it, like, my life, and I'm just super, super grateful. Um, I see, um, I see that, like, I guess, like, at this point, like, now XCON as, like, a little bit of a family. And I'm really glad I got to help sort of take this Suko in, like, a new direction to help, like, it develop the community a lot more. And I'm also really glad that I'm seeing it live on, like, through the podcast. I definitely feel like we... It's all... In a way, we also talk... We In a way, like, on AP Marvel, we talk about things that we can't really do in the class, especially with, like, the amount of content. Like, just to give a sneak preview, um, phase one is a day. Um, Marvel oh, season is just Lord. one day. And we really... Oh, my God. And we focus more on, like, specific, like, sort of themes and, like, motifs, I guess, of, like, Marvel TV with other shows to highlight it. Like, with S.H.I.E.L.D. talking about Marvel's first show. Um, and then the Netflix shows with their maturity. And then just any of Scott Buck's Marvel shows to just show 
Marvel's first actual failure. Yeah, where where um, things can go wrong. Some some uh, cautionary tales from the MCU. Yeah, and um, yeah, as I said, it's August seventh. Um, that means the semester hasn't started yet. But I'm really optimistic to see how it goes, and just in general for you know everything that it has to offer. Um, yeah, and just I guess also to add on like to that little trip that we've mentioned, like, with, like, all the little Snuko trips, like, that the teachers help plan. Um, when the Infinity War, because I, I have, like, that same thing, too. I'll look back, like, on, like, either the picture of, like, the five of us, um, at Purgatory, or the five, like, or it was all of us, like, after Infinity War. And I have that same feeling, like, where would I have been without this class? Like, what, I guess, motivation would I have had? And I think about, like, yeah, like, Maybe I'm not the one who started this, like Chris, but like I really helped, like, they found it, and like I also somehow planned this event, and it was really great to see. And I can't wait until Avengers Four comes out, um, and we have something hopefully even bigger and better. And y'all better come back. Oh my um, god! Okay, if you're uh, Thomas I... or Anthony <laughs> or Chris, who's here right now, and you're listening to this, you better fucking yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll mark that on my calendar, but I don't know what my life will be in me, but I will, I would love, uh, for round two of, uh, of this little shindig. Um, yeah. Oh, I will remind, I mean, I'll remind the three of you, like, absolutely. Like, a hundred percent. I will remind you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean. Like, hey. There's, I mean, we can't escape you, like, there's no way, so. No, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, Izzy, thank you for recording this with me tonight. Um, yeah, of course. So, yeah, just, I guess, just some logistical things. Um, this is the last time we'll have you for, uh, roughly a, what, like a month in, uh, in, in real time. So the thing is that we recorded this on (laughs) August 7th. Um, I do not know how many episodes we will record, um, for the rest of August. It could be two episodes, it could be five episodes, it could be 20 episodes for all we know. So, uh, Izzy's absence, uh, I could not tell you how many episodes that will be. <laughs> and it'll be weird, like, maybe by the time you're, by, maybe by the time you're listening to this, like, I forget what day this is airing, I have it on, I have it written down somewhere, but, you know, maybe she'll already be back with us <laughs> by the time this is already up the air. Um, like, I'll be, like, I'll be back, but, like, you have to get, like, I guess you guys have to get through, like, all the other episodes, like, sans me, and so, yeah, it's yeah. like an, ex- it's like a delayed, like, I don't know, a delayed, yeah. like, absence or something like that. Yeah, it, it's kind of we funny. have episodes planned, like, throughout my absence, yeah. Yeah, we have, um, uh, by the time this is up, we will have our, um, Cloak and Dagger hot take. We'll have our episode with Rhiannon where we talk about ethics and our episode with Caleb where we talk about Catholicism. Uh, those are not up as we're recording this, but they will be by the time this goes up. Uh, and we have uh, we have a ton of ideas that we're working on. Um, we have uh, several uh, really cool guests lined up. Um, so uh, I guess we can run down what those ideas are just as a little preview of what might come. Um, these are still, like, kind of in the pre-production stages, but, uh, I got several episodes lined up. I have, uh, a buddy of mine named, uh, Dave Harris. Uh, we wanted to talk about, uh, romance in the MCU, which would be really fun. 
the tentative title of the episode is Love and Sex and Marvel, which I think is amazing. Uh, I got my friend Betsy. Uh, she is a science writer, and she wants to talk about the science in the MCU. Uh, she was one of the... I didn't mention her by name during the Ant-Man and the Wasp hot take, but she was one of the people I watched it with. And boy, did she have some, th- some thoughts about... Um, uh, about the science of the of Ant Man and the Wasp, um, uh, I got a buddy named Nat. Um, we are going to talk about um LGBTQ plus representation in the MCU. Uh, tentative title of the episode is "Where are the gays? <laughs> Where are they? Where are they? Uh, the yeah, gays? So we, Where are yeah, they? Yeah, we got." Yeah, we gotta do some research for that. Um, we're, you know, we're gonna go on this whole spiel about why representation is important uh, because there are some people who haven't gotten it through their thick skulls yet. Um, and uh, I have my buddy uh, Rika. Um, we have two ideas. I'm not sure which ones I'm gonna talk about. I guess I'll mention them both. But we wanted to do one episode where we just glow about Loki. <laughs> And another episode where we just glow about Agents of Shields, but uh, we'll try to get both those episodes out at some point. I've also been talking to Sam Reardon, who was on our Infinity War episode, about um, uh, talking about the Hulk, since uh, Sam uh, loves monster fiction and loves monsters. Um, Izzy, did you have any ideas on your end? Yeah, we were talking about um, potentially bringing Sabrina back for a Black Panther episode. I Hell yeah. Not be there. Who knows? We'll see. Um, and I also really want to get Aaron on the podcast. Um, I guess I used to, re- I, I guess I want to, yeah, I want to get Aaron on the podcast. I used to refer to, um, I guess the Stuco teachers as like one, this huge, big, little lenient lineage. If we were, I guess, part of a fraternity. And so technically Aaron is my little, one of my littles. And I really <laughs> want to get her on the podcast. Right. <laughs> Um, and so she really loves Thor, and so hopefully we're going to talk about, like, maybe, hopefully we talk about, like, the evolution of Thor throughout his three movies, um, since they've all had, like, really different I mean, Thor mad, Thor, Thor sad, Thor glad, right? That's the evolution. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> if you don't mention that during the Thor podcast, I will, like, oh, rise up from oh. wherever I am and, like, scold y'all. There, there will um, be someone in that episode then, who will bring that up. Oh, Actually, probably Aaron will bring it up. <laughs> oh, um, and sure. finally, I still need to—I still need to ask her. But um, we have a really—I'm thinking of asking one of my <laughs> friends um, that I met at BookCon. She has a book. Um, yeah, so I, have to ask, I should probably ask her after um, I feel after we record. Yeah, don't don't but, don't um, mention their name until discussing... you ask. But uh... <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we were thinking about discussing um, the MCU fandom in general. Um, this fandom in general has been a topic that I'm super interested in and like really want to discover and really we're just talking about sort of sort of the MCU fandom, um, intersectionality, um, looking at other fandoms and just fandom culture as a whole, um, and yeah. seeing how I guess MC, like the MCU fandom stacks up, especially at this point with like the James Gunn scandal. It's going to be really interesting to talk about and analyze. So that'll be That'll be a doozy, and I'm definitely probably going to work on it also, like, while I am out of commission. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, that'll be a super meta episode, really. Um, Anthony has his own ideas. He wants to talk about the datification of the MCU. Um, his whole spiel is that uh, Phase 3 is all about uh, disappointing fathers, disappointing mentors. 
no guests set for that yet, but we're going to ask around some people. And he also has his idea um, that we kind of hinted on during the uh, Cloak & Dagger hot take. Uh, he wants to talk about how uh, the children are the future of VMCU. The children, you know, like what's going to happen when all the adults are gone, you know, when the when we move on from many of the MCU people. So, um, and we got, you know, the Power Pack, the Future Foundation, all these uh, younger characters with, uh, brimming with potential. Uh, again, no guests set for that yet, but, uh, you know, it might just be the three of us for all I know. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of ideas. I might regret uh, putting those out there since, uh, who knows, <laughs> it could be possible one of these would be canceled. I mean, the cursed episode we were talking about was, um, I said I wouldn't talk about it, but I, I was I will mention it now. Uh, it's the... It, oh, it was gonna be. The, already uh, mentioned it. I don't think you also I already whatever. mentioned the post credit. Yeah, I yeah. Um, the oh my god, I remember. It, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's anyway, too late. that's so funny. But uh, it's basically the, the history of the post credit scene and tracking where do post credit scenes in film come in the first place? What is their function and are they? Uh, do they at all detract from the narrative of movies? Because there is an argument that they do. Um, so, yeah, well, I guess one day we'll try our fourth attempt at recording that episode. Hopefully that'll work out for real, because I think, um, there's some interesting stuff in there. Um, I don't think it's as interesting as the other topics I just mentioned, but, um, you know, I think that is a, that will be a cool episode to do. So, yeah, um, you can follow me at Compenderizer. Izzy, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, where can they find you being an icon? Uh, you can find me oh, <laughs> um, at you can find me at Delirlin. Um, I also write for the Tartan now. Um, I also write for the Tartan now for um at least until December. Um, mm-hmm. and so that is at I think it's the Tartan dot org. Sorry. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's Tartan dot org. If you want to um look at my stuff. Um. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm trying to write more for Marvel News X, so you can always, like, check that out. Um, that James Gunn article I wrote um, is apparently now one of the most viewed articles on the site, so thanks a lot. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's um, a pretty hot topic. Yeah, um, yeah that was, I mean, yeah. inevitable. <laughs> um, let's see, what yeah. else? Uh, yeah, we got the Patreon, as, uh, as I always mention. Um, please give us money if you want to hear more content, if you want to help us with our, uh, storage space. And, again, thanks to Steve Molitor for that amazing jazz track that we play at the beginning and end of every episode. Uh, I'm trying to get him to, uh, I think he's working on a SoundCloud page, so I, I would really love to plug that whenever that's ready. Uh, but besides that, I guess Izzy will, will say adieu for now. Um, best of luck as you begin your junior year of college. That, for me personally, that was, like, that was a crazy year. Like, um, that's when I started to get embroiled in, like, scotch and soda stuff, and that's when my life, my life just totally changed from there. Um, Oh, that was last year for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it comes differently for everyone else, but, um, you know, I, I think you have a pretty good foundation. Um that I think will take you to the next two years. Uh, two more years, right? You're not going to, like... Yeah. Two years planned? Okay. So, yeah, you're going to be doing some fun stuff um, with the kiddos in orientation. Yes, uh, I will. And then, yeah, 
You Watch know, the children world. are the future. You're going to be teaching them about Marvel. You and Sabrina and Aaron, uh, a trio this time. Not a duo, but a trio. Yes, because... Yes, because Infinity War is fucking huge. Um, If you are a Carnegie Mellon student and you want to register, um, the course number is (laughs) 98275. I had to plug that in there. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) Put put this episode on the Um, class Facebook groups when you're... uh, I mean, registration will already be over by then, but if if any uh, (laughs) late dudes want to join, that would be pretty funny. I can't wait until uh, this election happens during your class assuming you're still on tuesday dear jesus yeah yes we're still on tuesday Uh, these uh, are all important midterms that'll be great i will expect an update from you soon on the uh the tone of the room (laughs) anyway that's it uh episode 13 as we uh continue to contemplate the the dark political future of the united states of america uh, we will leave you with Steve Baltor's Jazz Vengers track. Good night, or good morning, or good day, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.